right now. The five elements come together to create the art of hip hop. Meet today's chief rocker, straight out of the concrete jungle. Yo, you are now tuned in to the concrete jungle. I'm your host, the Uso Rising. And that was a joint from my man, Kick Beats. What's up, my man? Let the people know what that was that we just laced them with. Uh, that was 3000 Avenue X which is a song that is off the new or off the falling season album uh master ace uh and featuring your old drew um on the opening verse that joint right there gave me goosebumps the way master Uh ace came yo with the concepts that had to be the only that that that's what i'm saying kick beats you bring like movies out of people yo it's actually uh it's just funny that you say that because that's always been that's always been something that's fascinated me is just like the way you know cinematic experiences are created you know in the first place you know, with the visual and then the soundtrack underneath it or sometimes on top of it because you know when you're dealing with cinema it's like there's so much going on but then the, the music just comes in and just brings all this emotion with it and when i first saw that as a kid at the star wars episode was the first movie i'm dating myself it's all good <laughs> it's all good right but um that was the first movie that i had ever seen my dad took me to, and the whole family took us to go see it and when i heard the music i was like I want to make stuff like that. I want to make stuff feel like that. Big. And yeah, just big. But I didn't know how to do it, obviously. I was a little kid, but I was going to figure out how to do that. At least some way in my own way. And and then just, just a few years after that, I got introduced to hip hop. Uh, and so that like, the two pretty much changed my life in in every way. You know what I mean? In, in terms of introducing me to the to cinematic movies or, or cin- the cinematic experience and then hip hop with everything that encompasses hip hop, you know. That was that was a soundtrack of it all. It, right. Well at least the beginning stages of, you know, of kick beats. <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> or, or, little, little kick little, little kick, young beats. kick beats. Little yeah. baby kick beats. That was the beginning stages right there. So that um yeah, that's that's kind of how it all started for me was was during that time. And, and my parents saw that, you know, I had a little, uh, you know, a little something, something to offer. So they they try to go find ways for me to develop it. You know, my brother stepped in. He um, we're talking like you say, like you're way deeper than just making beats. You're talking about like musical, like. Yeah, like when I was when you, I was did you like play instruments or was you around instruments? Yeah, like like um early on when my parents saw that I kind of had a you know a knack for rhythm and they saw that I was rhythmical and and I could I understood melody somewhat. Um then it was that's when my brother stepped in and was like, "Hey, you know what? Let me let me see what I could we see what we could get out of him, you know. Let's see what he draws you know, or what he gravitates to. So he would just bring random stuff to me. He'd bring like guitars and older brother drums. Yeah, he was uh, at that time. I was uh, 
I was probably about maybe six, you know, maybe six. And he was on the, actually on the road with Stevie Wonder at the time. And um, he was he was touring uh, the Hotter Than July album. And, uh, <laughs> Music heads, yeah. did y'all just hear what he just said? <laughs> yeah. His brother, yo. Yeah, Rick Zunigar, that's that's my brother. He was uh, he was on the Hotter Than July album. He, uh, he, did, he did that one in uh, Secret Life of Plants. Aquarium album as well. He's lead guitarist on those albums. So, um, so it's, it's in the bloodline. Yeah, For pretty sure, much. Man. It started with my mother. She was um, she was actually headed to Juilliard. I don't know if anybody out there, well, most of you should be familiar with Juilliard. Uh, Juilliard's like a very prestigious fine arts school in New York City. And um, she was actually offered a scholarship to it and um i don't know what happened something i think is because she ended up you know um, having some kids you know, i'm just gonna stop there right, <laughs> yeah uh but uh i'm not gonna go kids any further with that but kid, uh kids playing instruments get to <laughs> get to play music with stevie wonder damn what a bad life that was <laughs> well yeah. uh you know, somehow it, it, it didn't work. She she ended up raising a family instead of, right. of pursuing that. And, the other um, goal, but there was a goal. Right. But there was a goal there, and you know, um, my mom, my mom is a, a beautifully talented person. You know, artistically, creatively talented, talented person. I didn't know that's where I get. You know, I've I've inherited that creativity. She um, delivered the blessing. <laughs> Yeah, moms do. That's what moms do. But uh, my dad, um, he he was a, uh, a Latin jazz uh, singer and percussionist. So he was like a, you know, he, he sang in the nightclubs, you know. And um, and so his 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 thing was all right. Well, you know, he's he 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 understands rhythm. He kind of hold. He understands melody a little bit. You know, let's see what he can do. So my brother just started bringing like drums and guitars and keyboards and just seeing uh, what toys toys yeah and then to me i'm like wow like you this, right you know, i'm like i'm jumping out of my skin because i'm just like seeing all this gear and all this stuff and i can play it and just and nobody cares what happens right. you know it's like just, i could just go yeah i just could just go. go and just try to and experiment and just be a dumb kid you know Goofy kid, yeah. Goofy kid playing, <laughs> playing. playing I, I tried the guitar, man. I love the sound of it, but I just could not. I could not get past the fingering parts. So I was like, I can't do that. Um, I stuck with the drums and the keyboard. That ended up being my weapon, my my, my vehicle of choice, vehicles of choice. And later on, later on, my uh, my brothers started uh, messing around with the electronic stuff, and like you know, you're talking mid mid to late '80s, and like electronic um, electronic music was was that was kind of the, was, that was kind of the music, you know, that, at that time. Like everything was electronic back then, but this was when I was introduced to it, so. Uh, when I was introduced to it, I thought I had died and gone to heaven, man. I thought I was in a candy store. It was like all this buttons and 
shiny flashing lights you know Yo, like, yeah. it was like whoa man and i could make sounds come out of it and wait a minute i could stop it and repeat it and then if i don't like it i can go back and play it again and do it again till yeah. it's perfect you know and it was like oh man and this is like, why parents out there you need to buy your kids like some beat <laughs> machines, some instruments, yes. and let them play. This yes. is why. This is what it's happens a good investment. to all the parents that decided to buy just instruments. It's a good and was investment. Like, Here's your toy. It's a good investment. There it is. And I'm thankful. I'm very thankful that um, that I had that support early on. You know. Um, how long? How long you been in the game, kid? And shoot, like I said, I, I'm dating myself, but been. Seriously, I've been taking it seriously. Like, actually, been you know where I've uh, pushing it, pushing it hard to pushing myself, pushing the boundaries of myself and, and the sound that I want to create, and 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 and, and the people that I want to work with, and, and, and you know, pursuing that as well since 1988. Wow. And how old are you? I'm 45 now. 45. <laughs> so that was like high school. Yeah. Like you was a freshman. Yeah, bro. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like, man, I want to say that was before that. I was probably like 14. Yeah, that's yeah. the number. That's the probably magic like number, yo. Right there. I, I, I met up with Rapmatic, DJ Rapmatic. Big guys, big, sh- big, up big to shout out. out. Shout out to DJ Rapmatic. He was he was one of the first dudes that that like was like hey man let's do something and I was like all right you know. and y'all did something we went out and made some demos did a little bit of we recorded some demos and stuff and um, <clears throat> one of them got picked up yo and, in case um, in case let the people know in case there's people that's been living under a rock uh who DJ Repmatic is oh man DJ Repmatic is man. Cali's one of Cali's gems, man. He's one of Cali's uh, legendary DJs, world uh, famous beat DJ. junkies, world yeah. famous beat junkies. He's, Ooh. I mean, I can, I can honestly say, I, 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 I uh, um, no doubt, you know, got, got to, got to, got to get it in with that yeah. dude, you know. Um, Absolutely, sharing, sharing the space and time with that cat. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was, uh, it was a memorable time, you know. Um, you know, you're talking about. Three feet high and rising just dropped, and yeah, <laughs> you know it was see. like all kinds of crazy things were happening at that time, you know. So it was it was a good it was a good time, and um, MCA I guess was interested in uh, what were you, what were some of the what were some of the highlights and stuff during that during your whole career? Or I know it ain't over, I know it's yeah. far from over. Um, man, I'd say probably, and I. Man, I, I this is this is probably debatable with, with some people, maybe, but I would say the one of the biggest ones was meeting Bob Power. I don't know if anybody or Bob knows, Power. Bob why Power is it? Why does it look familiar? Bob Power is uh, probably one of the most legendary engineers, producers um, that just recreated or, or actually reestablished, redefined certain people's sounds. And Tribe Called Quest was one of them. Uh, I mean, it almost like revolutionized sound, the sound of hip hop period from 
from their first, you know, people's instinctive travels and the paths of rhythm to beats, rhymes, and life. It's night and day. The sound is totally different. You talk, are you talking sonically? Sonically, yes, everything. And I know his influence was, you know, he had a lot to do with that because at the time he was, he's, he was developing new sounds as well, you know, and, but he, he was part of that development in this, you know, is, is what I'm trying to say. And, and the, I'm, I'm a, a nerd in that sense. No like, word. I like Geek to listen out, to, Geek out, yo. you know, how people establish the sounds and the way that they make them sound. And it's like, it's almost as if, and I know I'm not discrediting anyone else that was involved in these projects, you know, uh, especially when we're talking about Trap Call Quest, because I know Q-Tip uh, is a phenomenal producer. He's influenced me in in so many ways. And I know he had a major uh, factor okay. in terms of uh, a major contribution, a major influence on the way that that album was sounding. I'm not in any way trying to take that away from right. What I'm saying is that Bob Power... Uh, his, his the, the level of engineering skills that he had at the time and the way that he delivered it and the way that he also helped redo, or develop that sound and redefine it was just it blew me away so I was just like man I want I want to try to do that you know what I mean it was like every time you have a, a moment like that you're just like man that just everything sounds so good it's like when, when, when the chronic first came out right you know, changed the whole yeah. It changed everything. Like everybody already knew how still, dope Dre was. Still, that album sonically is like has to be one of the top. Yes, without question. Yeah, without question. I mean, at the time, it's not like anybody is like, or everybody knew how dope Dre was already. Right. But then when the Chronic came out, it was like really, <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. really. Like, oh my gosh, he Hulk smashed everybody that was that had that was doing anything back then. Hey, but, sonically. But Tribe Called Quest it, it, was it, the answer. All, what 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 uh album was the answer to that album, to Dre's Chronic? I think that was the low end theory, right? That was the low end theory. That was the low end theory. That was Actually, the East Coast's answer to the chronic. So the chronic drops. No, that was the East Coast. The the, the low end theory was the East Coast answer to uh, NWA. Uh, just as a whole, yeah, yeah. Uh, sitting on Chrome was Master Ace's Master answer Ace. to the chronic, but okay. it wasn't really an answer. It was more like, no, that's I what want sparked. Yeah, that album sounded so full and big yeah. and round. It just like. It's like, why would you not want to make another album? No, that's that what I'm saying. Everything after, that everything that dropped after the Chronic had, everyone was like, yo, that is what we're shooting for. Like, we got to, we got to beat, beat that, you know? Yes. Fire. So, so what about uh, some upcoming projects, my man? Mm. First, tell our listeners about the, the your latest drop. The Fallen Season is out. Uh, that's Master Ace's uh, last uh, uh, album that I, I produced exclusively. Um, and big ups to Master Ace as well. He's, he's getting ready to go out on the road and, and promote another album that he's doing with Marco Polo and, and, and uh, blessings to them. 
but the album that we recorded is out currently uh, on iTunes, and um, and you can check that out. It's called The Falling Season. Um, introduce the next joint. And the next joint uh, with right my here. man called uh, Pearl Gates, and this is a joint uh, called Up Again, and this is featuring Cassidy. This is the real concrete jungle. Yo, let the people know who was on that joint with you, sir. Yeah, yeah. That is Pearl Gates featuring Cassidy uh, from the album Live From The First that is out and available on iTunes. Yo, you want to give any shout outs out there? Yes, man. Yes, definitely. Peace and shouts to you, first of all, my brother. And uh, shouts to everybody that tuned in tonight. Um, I want us to give a big up to... uh, uh, to uh, my wife Jen out there, who's uh, who's supposed to be here with me right now, but had other things going on. <laughs> but it's all good. Um, uh, my man Bit Bugsy Nino, big ups. Word, my man Melee Supreme, Sage. Melee. My man, my man Flippy Flipper. Flip the soul fisher. And I uh, want to give a shout out to the home big homie Fifth P. Uh, my man Elo Kush. Um, I want to give a big shout out to the homie JR, John Robinson, uh, the homie Sean J. Period, the homie uh, Elder Sensei, yo. Yes, salute. Um, yes, sir. And yes, um, yeah, man, that's it. Yes, for now. beautiful. Was an honor, y'all. We had Kick Beats live in the studio right here on All In Block Radio. Inside. This is the Concrete Jungle on Dash Radio at the Dash Radio Compound. Big up to the boom bat. Salute to my man, Kick Beats. Let's go. Yo, yo, yo. What up? What up? Yo, what's up? We doing real hip-hop. Check it out. We doing real hip-hop. Tune in to Cobb Joe on Island Block Radio. Powered by Dash.